We're going to begin reading in chapter number 1. Chapter number 1, go down to verse number 16. Verse number 16. All right, it says here in Job 1, 16, it says, While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The, uh, the fire of God is fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I only am alone to tell, the, to tell thee. Uh, while he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, The Chaldeans made out the uh, three bands and fell uh, upon the camels and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While uh, he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their, uh, in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. And it fell upon the young men, and they are dead. And only I am al uh, escaped alone to tell thee. Let's pray. Father God, thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me today. God, you've been so good. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd help hearts tonight, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd touch your people, Lord. I pray, God, that you'd help me to preach, God, what you've laid on my heart. Lord, I pray, Lord, that your will would be done. We just thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So everybody's heard the story of Job, right? Job was a very wealthy man. He owned a lot of stuff. You know, he had a lot of kids. He had ten kids, seven sons and three daughters. And all of the sudden... All that ended for, for Job. You know, the, we know that the devil went up to, and, to the Lord and the Lord said, Have you considered my servant Job? And so the devil goes and he takes all this away from Job. Right? And so here Job is, a very wealthy man. With, it seems like he has everything. And all of a sudden, it's gone. You know, there's times in my life where I, I've, I feel like, you know, all of a sudden... The rug gets jerked out from under me, and it's, it, it was, you know, you're left confused, asking, why did this happen? You know, you're thinking, uh, you know, there's been people that I, I've uh, loved and heroes that have gotten sick, and, and things that have happened in my life where I, I've been so confused, wondering, why did this happen? Right? And, you know, we all go through those hard times. We all go through those troubles in our lives. I mean, it's a guarantee of life is that we will suffer persecution. Um, it's, but the, what is important is how we respond in, in those times of persecution. So, first of all, we're going to look at the situation of Job. We, said, we see he had a financial situation. In chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, uh, we see that he loses his sheep and his camels. and We see he loses his oxes. He, Job had all this, uh, all this livestock... But all of a sudden, it was gone. So he lost all his finances. He was what, what it says in the Bible, he was the greatest man in the East. He was the greatest. He was very a wealthy man. But all of a sudden, he lost everything. You know, sometimes we'll go through lives and have financial troubles. We'll have financial problems in our lives. Maybe it's a job we've lost or, or you know, a bill we need to pay. 
we see Job is in a very similar situation. He has, he has lost everything that he had. We also see he had a family situation. Chapter 1, verse 18 and 19 tells that his, his whole, all of his kids were in, his oldest, in their oldest brother's house and a big wind came in and tore it down and killed all of them. All of a sudden, his family was gone. There's times in our lives where, lost, or where loved ones are dying and we lose people we, we love and there's, there's situations where, you know, maybe somebody that we love dearly it gets sick or something. I think about uh, Mary and Martha. The same thing happened to them, right? Their brother Lazarus got sick, and uh, they think, well, God, if you would have just been here, you could have prevented this from happening. What are we going to do in situations come up like this in our families? We see that there was a, a fitness situation or a, a physical situation. I know that don't start with an F, but it's close enough. It sounds like an F. A physical situation in chapter number 2. In verse number 7 and 8 says, uh, Lo, let the not be... Uh, let's see. Verse, uh, chapter 2. Verse number 7. It says, So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore bulls from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him and, and a potsherd and scrape himself with all, and he sat down among the ashes. So it just seems like it keeps getting worse and worse and worse for Job. You know, he's lost his family, he's lost all of his wealth, and then all of a sudden, bulls all over his body. And he just sits in the ashes with a potsherd and scrapes those bulls. That seems like a pretty low place. Now, we see that there might be times in our lives where we have physical conditions, where we, you know, a phone call can change your whole life. You never know what tomorrow holds. But how did Job respond in these situations? Well, that's where I wanna, what I want to preach on uh, tonight. In Job chapter number 13, we're going to look in verse number 15 to see Job's response. Here he is talking, all his friends have come and, and said, Job, you must be in some kind of sin or something. You must have done something terrible that God has done all this to you. But here in verse number 15, it says, Though he slay me, yet, I, yet will I trust in him. Amen. Job says, although all these bad things have happened, all this has been taken away from me, and it seems like I'm going to die. I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to trust the Lord. Amen. He doesn't, <laughs> hey, man. It, that, word, that word slay in that verse, though he slay me, that word slay, it means that it's an ongoing event. It's something that keeps happening. It keeps getting worse. And, and Job says, although the, uh, the, he slay me, although it keeps coming, although it keeps go, getting worse and worse and worse, I'm going to trust God with, uh, with this situation. That word trust, it can go hand in hand with believe. Job says, I'll trust God. I'll believe God in my situation. I'll believe God that He will work for my good. Uh, God's plan is always the right plan. I think about Joseph. 
going through his life, it, it must have seemed, you know, to, as going forwards, it seemed pretty terrible. You know, he gets sold into slavery. He gets uh, lied, lied upon, thrown in jail. All these bad things seem to happen to Joseph. But when he got to the end of his life and looked back, you know, he, 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 he said, I have forgotten all, all of that bad stuff. Because, you know why? Because he's seen that God was using that stuff for good. And God was using that in his life to bring him to where he eventually, became, where he eventually came to. Uh, God's plan is always right. I think about, I told you about Mary and Martha earlier. Uh, when Jesus finally gets to Martha, we see her faith. He says, does thou believe that I'm, you know, God? She says, yes, of course I believe. You know, that, that, that's, that's the same thing like Job, Job is talking about here. I will trust in him. I believe in him. Uh, it could go, Martha could have said, I trust you, Lord. I believe in you. I know you've got the best intentions in mind. Uh, we see that Job doubled his faith in the end. We see in the, in the first part of the book of Job, it, it, God calls Job his servant. My servant Job twice. In the end of Job's life, it's God calls Job, my servant Job four times. He, he has doubled his faith in God through these trials. Uh, amen. Uh, he has doubled his faith. So we've seen, we've seen the situation of Job. We've seen the steadfastness of Job. Now I want to talk about the service of Job. In the book of Romans, chapter number 12, and verse number 1, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hey Amen. I believe that's what Job did. I believe Job presented his body a living sacrifice. And now... What does it say in the bottom of this verse here? It says, which is your reasonable service? Why do we give it all to Christ? Why do we, why do we, uh, give, why do we trust in Him? Why do we believe in, in God? Why do we give, die daily? Why do we give our bodies as a living sacrifice? Because it is our reasonable service. God has been so good to me that the least I can do for Him is to give Him everything I've got. God has been so good to me. He has, he, he's brought me out of, out of sin. He's saved my soul. He has, he's called me to preach and He's given me the honor to preach to you guys. And He has been so good to me and He's good to you too. Every day when we wake up, that is a blessing of God. If I told you, Billy, that I will give you $10 million, but you can't wake up tomorrow. Would you take that deal? No, because life is worth so much more than that. Every day when we wake up in the morning, that is a blessing of God. That is priceless. We need to take every opportunity that we have and do something for the Lord. Amen? We, need, we don't need to uh, squander our time. We don't need to take our time for granted. We don't need to take our lives that God has given us for granted. But we need to use it for Christ because it is our reasonable service. God has been so good to us. Amen. Uh, 
what have you got going on in your life? You know, there could be all kinds of things, you know. You know, you got maybe, you got a cold, your cousin's sick or, you know, you're lost a job and you're struggling to find the right way to, to, to get, get things settled or, or to pay for stuff. What are you going to do? Are you going to trust God? That's what Job did. And guess what? His faith doubled. Hey, Amen. We can, t- we can take some lessons from Job here. Job lost everything. It was all at once. You know, it, it, it kept saying, while he was yet still speaking, another one came in. I mean, that must have been a shock. You know, here's one guy. You've lost all your livestock. That's terrible. Then you've lost all your family. That, you know, it's terrible. And then all of a sudden you get bulls all over you. For, for him, it seemed like, you know, that, that's about as bad as it gets. But he said, though he slay me, (laughs) yet I will trust in him. God is so good to us. Though he slay him, I will trust in him. Amen. I just want to encourage you to trust in God this evening. I want to encourage you, no matter what you're facing in life, trust in God. It's worth it. God's plan for your life trumps everything. Any plan that we can come up with. God's plan is always the best plan. Amen. Amen. Let's stand our feet. Father God, thank you, Lord, for helping me. Lord, I pray, God, that you'd touch hearts. Lord, you've been so good to me. I just pray, Lord, that you'd help some people to, to have some trust in you, Lord. Even No matter what they're going through, to trust in you. We love you, Lord. We thank you, God, for all that you're doing. We thank you for all that you're going to do. Be with us this week, God, as we travel, Lord. And we just thank you for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen and amen.